You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you tuned in. I have a special guest today, and I'm really excited to have him. Today, our podcast will feature a conversation with Alan Bonner. So Dr. Alan Bonner is a church member, he's a Sunday school teacher, he's a friend to me, he's a deacon in our church. But the reason he's on the podcast today is because God has begun to do some new things in his life. And I just want to chat with chat with him about that because I think that he can help us navigate the holidays uh, better more healthy for Jesus Christ. So, Alan, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you just take a second to let us know what God's doing. What are the changes coming up in your life this year? Wow. Where to begin? So, I have been going to school for a long time, it feels like, but uh, it ended uh, a couple of years ago. I finally finished that doctorate degree, and you know all about that journey. Uh, But counseling, I feel like, was my calling, and I started going to Kiri a long time ago to get the degrees in order to pursue that calling. I started working at William Keary and I really loved it and I really loved working with students uh, and ministering to them. And then just uh, life happened and all of a sudden years go by, but I eventually got my master's, I got my license as a counselor, and then I went to MC to finish the doctorate. And I was working part-time at uh, March Holistic Christian Therapy uh, as a, at a private practice as a counselor. And it just kind of reawakened me that I this is what I went to school for, and again, it's what I wanted to, or what I felt was my calling to fulfill the Great Commission. So I started there about a month ago as full-time. Uh, so so you're transitioning out of the academic world yes. and into the full-time counseling practice. Absolutely. I, I still am at Cary as an adjunct, teaching psychology classes. Uh, and again, I loved William Cary, and I still do, and I, and I really do like teaching. But I realized what I really liked about teaching was relating to the students and really trying to expound upon uh, real-life situations or what they might encounter in the counseling scenario. Uh, And now that I'm actually doing counseling, I feel like that uh, I really have found my niche. So, yeah, about a month ago, I made the... I made the switch, and so I was. I've been describing it to people as it's a good shock. Uh, I felt like I was kind of <laughs> trying to find my trying to find my footing. But yep. when, when you had been somewhere almost thirteen yeah. years, uh, it just still was. Uh, I joked with somebody. I've I've made the wrong turn uh, <laughs> to work uh, a couple of times already. You drove. You were driving to William Carey, <laughs> right? Yeah. I was, yeah. but it, but it's been really great, and That's I great. I love working with people and yeah. just. Uh, I, I try to explain to people that therapy is relative. It adapts to your situation because yeah. some people come in with a very specific uh, thing to work on, a very specific subject matter. Yeah. Some people just really want a safe place that's confidential uh, and yeah. ordered, and, and they trust and have that rapport established just to really uh, feel heard yeah. uh, and get some unbiased perspective. So, Alan, I want you to give us some free counseling for just a moment. <laughs> Absolutely. So here's what we're looking for. I'm looking for six minutes worth of free counseling that will change our lives. That's not too much to ask, right? I, I don't feel worried at all. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no pressure here. All right. So here's where I'm coming from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, man, just in my friend group, mm-hmm. right? Just in my, I have three friends who lost a loved one over Thanksgiving to a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, I have multiple friends who suffered for the first time in their life an anxiety attack during mm-hmm. during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I know friends who have physical problems 
right now because of the buildup of stress that 2020 has mm-hmm. brought us, right? Okay, so we're, we're poised for our next set of holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at the end of a year that's been killer. I just want to know how, how can we as Christian people manage our anxiety and stress in healthier in better ways. So, I mean, I know that's a lot to ask in a couple of minutes, but mm-hmm. you do this all the time. Give me give me some professional advice, Alan. Save us, Alan. What, what, <laughs> what do you recommend for our church? <laughs> so, again, with therapy being relative, it, it adapts to the situation. What I've learned in talking with people is that sometimes people come, and honestly, one session may be enough for them to really just have some epiphanies and realize, like, oh, wow, I never looked at it that way. Uh, a lot of times learning boundaries is a huge deal and sometimes hard for a lot of people, especially being raised in a Christian home where you're taught to, you know, be very, very polite. So how do you set boundaries and be an assertive Christian, so to speak? But that may be a podcast for a different... Uh, let's, <laughs> different. Do, let's go ahead and sign you up for that podcast. Coming in January, right. Dr. Alan Bonner. How to be an assertive Christian. <laughs> so what I've learned, though, is that people really... Uh, it's all about being proactive. I don't think that we put our uh, mental health as a priority. Not necessarily that I don't think we necessarily think about it and go, I'm not putting that as a priority. I just don't even think we recognize it as part of our, you know, holistic perspective as far as like physical health, mental health and any spiritual health. Uh, But that's one of the first things that I do when I'm meeting with somebody is trying to, okay, let's talk about uh, self-assessment or self-care. So the emotional perspective, psychological, spiritual, physical, but, um, long story short, uh, squirrel, excuse me. Uh, I think I've undiagnosed ADD. So, uh, <laughs> that's one thing that I've recognized in myself. But again, as far as like just some common themes that I've noticed lately, especially with the pandemic is that people are learning that, uh, they have to be proactive, uh, in every aspect of their lives, spiritual health, uh, physical health, but also mental. And I bring this up a lot that, uh, whenever you are trying to be physically healthy, you don't ever get to the point where you say, okay, this is it. I finally reached the apex. I don't have to do anything else. You would never say that. That's common sense. You, you know that you have to always watch what you eat, make sure you get some physical exercise to you know, be healthy and get your heart healthy, uh, your spiritual life. You'll never get to the point where you feel like I have finally, again, reached the apex. I'm close to God. I'm, I will always be this close. Uh, no, you need to constantly pray and constantly read the Bible, constantly fellowship with other believers and do your part, put wings to your prayer, so to speak. And same thing with mental health. And that's one thing I've learned lately is that, again, like we were saying earlier, I just don't think people recognize it as something that needs attention. But also, uh, once you feel better, I think people will start, uh, okay, good, that's over, I feel better now. Well, no, same with physical exercise and spiritual health. Uh, if you don't, always uh whether and it's relative for whatever works for you journal uh you know exercise and not only you know for your physical health but also with endorphins for your uh you know mental health uh whatever that looks like for you is is it medication management you know is your is your situation so dire that medicine may be necessary or just with your genetic predisposition so whatever maintaining your mental health looks like for you uh are you being proactive with it uh, and and upholding it like you are your physical health and your spiritual health. That's a good word, and I even feel like, like as we begin, like the stress of this year might teach us to pray differently. Mm-hmm. It might teach us to fix our thoughts on Christ differently, to journal differently, to process what's happening inside us, mm-hmm. so that we can still be healthy enough to engage the Great Commission every day. Mm-hmm. So. 
Um, church family, I just want to encourage you to love each other and pray for one another as we approach the holidays, knowing that the holidays bring stress and tension. But lean, lean into God's Spirit and allow Him to teach us the graces so that the peace of Christ can guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, thank you very much, Alan, for being with us. I do want to have you back. I want to talk to you some about boundaries. I'd love to learn from some of the things that God's taught you so that you can teach our church that we can walk well with Jesus. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks, man. And hey, I hope the new practice goes super well. I hope God blesses it as you uh, venture off into this new thing. I appreciate it.